Welcome to Converge Coffee with Sean Sullivan. I am here with Alex Sanfilippo. He is the host of Top Rated Entrepreneur Podcast, creating a brand and the founder of podmatch.com, a free service that matches podcast guests and hosts together for interviews. He also has Podcast SOP, which we can talk a little bit more later in the episode. Alex, how are you doing today? Sean, I'm doing great. Thanks so much for having me, man. Really, really excited to be here with you. Well, I love your products. I think um, when people send me emails or if I see some things like in pod news or following other things that, you know, what what are people doing in the, in the shape of just customer experience? And podcast has been very so much an explosive um, channel that a lot of people are going into now. And so, you know, right off the bat, I mean, we were talking about in the green room session here, you know, you know, origin stories, I think is a lot. And then you just made an introductory, you know, email, I think just even just last week with podcast SOP, which is a fantastic product, you can go into it more. But you know, why did you start one, one pod match? And two, now podcast SOP? And also what is podcast SOP? Yeah, sure. It's a, it's a good question. Definitely a good place to start. So for me, I've been in podcasting for a few years now, and just really fell in love with the industry. Like I became very passionate not just about my podcast, but also other podcasters and being involved with people in the podcasting industry. So I, again, I decided to go all in on it. So I started traveling and speaking at all, I shouldn't say all, most of the podcasting conferences around the United States, at least. And so I started just going to those and like, I made an effort to find out what people that have their own podcast were struggling with. So I just started asking them, hey, what's going on? Like, what's a pain point? What's, a, what's something you're struggling with? And it's kind of the framework that I like to use for starting a business. So I find an area of passion. So where my passion is, and then I jump into the ecosystem, the, the people, the community, and ask them, hey, what are you struggling with? And when I get an answer, you offer a solution to it. And the solution that people were asking for was to get guests for their show. They could find people that would say yes. I mean, everyone has like a cousin that owns a business or a best friend that can be a show on the show three or four times. But as far as getting the ideal guest, the one that's going to help drive the the actual podcast forward and help the, the listeners the most, they, people were having trouble doing that. And that's, again, that's the solution I decided to offer. So Podmatch, simply put, is kind of like an online dating app, but it's just for podcast guests and hosts to be able to connect automatically for interviews. And I've used, already used that product. And I, I found, I mean, it's an interesting thing because you find, you know, match scores in the sense of time you're available, industry, speaking points. It's, it's, a, it's a wonderful service. And even when I'm not using it, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm already filled up with guests. Like after 30 days, I get a little email. Hey, you haven't used us in 30 days. Why not go back in there? And I think it's a, it's a brilliant platform and a brilliant solution to a lot of people's problems. Can you go dive a little bit deeper into um, what podcast SOP is? Because I feel like that's another thing that a lot of podcasters struggle with. Yeah, sure thing. So um, and you're, you're right. Like I, when I started really diving in with, with Podmatch, so again, like I offered that solution in the industry, really just trying to get out there and help people as much as I could as a passionate podcaster. So I, I started asking the people that are now using Podmatch, hey, what else are you struggling with? What, what's another pain point? And I consistently found among, especially the, the beginning stage podcasters, and Sean, you have a, I mean, you have a bunch of episodes, like you're not a beginning stage podcaster by any means, but you can probably remember back to day one, it was kind of difficult to wrap your head around everything you needed to do. Now, I know that you're like, you're a really organized person. So maybe it wasn't as difficult for you. But for some people, they're using whiteboards, they're writing on sticky notes, 
They're putting notes in their phone. They're using an Excel spreadsheet just to try to keep the release strategy focused. So it's like I need to record an episode. That's kind of obvious, right? Uh, I need to edit that. I need to make some social media posts, some images. Uh, I need to go follow up with the guests. Like there's all these different things that people do. And what I found was the earlier stage podcasters were telling me that it was overwhelming and it was stressful for them. They couldn't figure out exactly how to keep it all organized. And because of that, they kind of, a lot of them just would, taper off, they would stop, they do what's called pod fading in the industry. And they would just be like, I, I can't keep up with it. I'm not really sure what to do. So the idea for podcast SOP was to help solve that pain point. And basically, it's project management software, but specifically for podcasters that are releasing episodes. And the reason I say specifically is because a lot of people were like, well, go get Asana, or go get monday.com or try Basecamp, or try Trello, like all these different things. And when a new podcaster looks at that tool, and if you've ever used one, they're kind of overwhelming at first. You look at it and you're like, oh my gosh, it does 3,000 things. Like, I just need help with this one thing. And so we built something that literally is specifically for releasing episodes. That is the one function. The entire thing will direct you straight into doing only that to, again, alleviate stress and help build a system around a podcast so people can be set up for long-term success. It's brilliant. I mean, I've seen the initial mock-ups for it. And it's interesting that you bring all this information in and you come out with one single idea. And so kind of flipping the script here of, you know, how the product, the platforms that you've helped out with, especially in with customer experiences for podcasters to help their audiences. But how can people, you know, if they have their own podcast, how can they leverage being a podcast guest, you know, being on other podcasts, you've been on other podcasts, I have, and also being a host. I think there's, there's two different ways to leverage it. And so can you start out with the guest and then kind of move into the host um, kind of point of view? Yeah, sure thing. First off, there's one thing that we all know and can be certain about when it comes to a podcast listener, and it's that they listen to podcasts. So simply put, a podcast listener is going to listen to podcasts. And Buzzsprout actually releases regularly some statistics on this. And it seems like the average person right now, and I could be wrong on this number, it might be a little bit more now, but at one point within the last couple of months, it was an average of six podcasts that each person would listen to. So that means me, just an individual, Alex, and I, I do I have six podcasts in my queue that I like to listen to. So six different shows at a time, and I'll filter in and out of them. But when you're a guest on somebody else's show, imagine I'm listening to that show, and I really like what you had to say on it. But you talk about your show for a moment in it as well. Guess what? Now I'm interested in checking out more. I want to hear what else you have to say. So I'm going to jump over to your show as well. And that might become one of the, the six shows or seven shows where people keep in my queue. And now you just became, you just earned a new listener. And so that's really the power of being a guest on a podcast if you're a podcast host. Now there are, and a lot of people don't really understand that side of it, but if you're a guest because you have like a product, a service, a book, or you're a coach or something like that, like obviously it's a great way to be like a lead generating funnel, which we can get into in a little bit. But really, if you're a podcast host, being a guest is a really powerful way to further build your audience because you're already talking to somebody who likes to listen to podcasts. I mean, you've already captured them. It's basically like somebody who already likes pop. Like, okay, was it, is it Coke or is it Pepsi? How do we narrow it down? I think it's another interesting thing too where I've seen a lot of podcasters, and you can quote me if I'm wrong or not, but I saw one person who did individual podcasts. She didn't, she didn't have any guests on the show. She had a brilliant podcast, but she, I kind of felt like it was overwhelming doing it all on your own, putting it on your own shoulders rather than interviewing other people. And I noticed this transition and shift. And so in my next question, if you want to, if you can lean into that, because I know that you've had experience with people who have 
talked on their own, had guests of the show on their own, like just what's, you know, even multiple guests too. You know, how can you deliver better customer experiences through podcasting? And if you can relate, you know, change-ups, you know, in how you how you structure it, lead gen stuff, anything. I think that kind of the floor is open for you because you are um, you're someone I follow and admire in the podcasting world. So just wanted to open up the floor for you and for the and for my audience. Well, thanks for that, Sean. I mean, also, but just so you know, I really enjoy your podcast. I was telling you when we're in the green room that I listened to one with uh, Riley Jarvis uh, about sleep. Uh, for anybody who listened to this one who has not heard that episode, go back and find that episode. I think it's just probably a few before this. Actually, I'm not sure where it's at in the queue, but check that out. Really worthwhile. So you're doing a great job here. And again, I appreciate it being here. Um, when it comes to being a host, like, yeah, there are the people that do like the solo casting is what I call it for lack of a better term. I don't know, Sean, maybe it'll stick. But um, so when people are doing that, I think that's really tough to do long term because, man, that's a lot of talking and a lot of pressure on you. And I think the episodes have to be shorter to keep them interesting personally, because just listening to one person, and it's not broken up at all. It can be it's a lot. So I prefer people to keep those episodes shorter, but I actually find a lot of new podcasters start off solo and then they switch to interview style when they get a little bit more comfortable behind a mic. And uh, I did the opposite though. Actually, my first solo episode I did on my show was episode number 100. And since then I've done two others and I'm, I'm, I'm not doing them too often, but I got so much feedback from that one that people really enjoyed it. I decided to start doing a couple more. Now I'm never going to replace interviews. I mean, interviews to me, that's like, that's the bread and butter. I love that. It gets someone else's perspective who's way smarter than I am on any given topic. Uh, but every now and then I'll throw in like a little little solo episode for my, my listeners because they do enjoy hearing from me as well. So that's been a cool thing that I've been doing. Now, as far as delivering a better customer experience through podcasting, the first thing I want to mention with that is that people do business with who they know, like, and trust, right? That's kind of like always been business. They have to know, like, and trust you. Just posting on social media, there's nothing wrong with that. But that doesn't really establish someone to get to know you or could tell if they like you. Maybe they like your post. Like, that's not really a good fit. But when someone listens to you on a podcast and you have something that you're selling or some sort of service you're offering, people can learn really quick if they relate to you and if you're somebody that they think they can actually do business with. That, to me, is the power of podcasting. Again, go back to the social media example. You can have millions of followers and people can double tap to like something and scroll right past it. Not even read the description. They can give you two seconds of their time or even less. If someone's listening to you on a podcast, it's like undivided attention. Like imagine that person sitting in a chair and you're on a stage talking. That's the power of it. So it's not a one-for-one one difference. Like it's not one like for, for one listener. I mean, a listener is tenfold or a hundredfold worth more than somebody on social media. And again, not downplaying social media. It has its place as well, but podcasting is different. So like the lower numbers still hold a lot of value. And the way that you really build a better customer experience is to think about that person. Imagine them sitting in a seat and you on a stage. Think about what they really want. What did they show up for? Why are they actually there? They're not there to be sold to. They're not there to feel like they're entering some sort of sales funnel. They want value that you can provide to them. And you have to be thinking about that. How can I add value to this person who's here listening to me? And you can really only do that by learning to know who's actually listening and really getting familiar with that individual. So, one, I, I love everything you're talking about. And I feel like if we can culminate um, into a real-life example, if you want to do a share your story, but an actual real-life example, kind of kind of putting everything kind of together, I think that would be um, one. I I'm, I'm got goosebumps. So, obviously, I, I would love to know your story on different things and, and your point of view. And, and thank you so much for um, even listening to my episode. And, you know, I, I 
you know, I applaud you for, um, I mean, there's a lot of gratefulness going around here. I think within the podcasting world, we're just, you know, we go back and forth. Like, I'm grateful for you for this because everybody's got a different style. Everybody's got a different technique. Everybody's got a different process. It's all their own, but we learn from one another. So, you know, Alex wanted to thank you for that. So if you want to do this is part of the episode, share your story. Yeah, you know, I'm actually going to share a story that just relates to what I just shared. If, if that's all right, it might be a little bit different than what normally happens. But uh, going back to this whole idea of like being able to leverage a podcast to, to build your audience, to build your brand, and to deliver a better customer experience through podcasting. Recently, I decided to get into SMS marketing, which simply means text message marketing. So I wanted to get a phone number that wasn't my phone number that I could send mass text out to people that were interested in opting in that way instead of email. So I wanted to give it a shot. So I, I'm a researcher by nature. So I went online and I just found all the companies that do this. And I narrowed it down to a top three list. I'm like, these are the three best out there for sure. Like they've got good customer feedback across the board. The next thing I did is where I think the power of podcasting comes into play. Instead of like emailing them or looking at their pricing pages, what I did is I actually jumped on Apple podcast and I typed in SMS marketing to see what would come up. Has anyone ever talked about this? And what I found was very interesting. Those three companies, one of them had their staff consistently on podcast teaching people how to do SMS marketing. So I started listening to that. And they were, they were bringing value. They were not trying to sell anything. They were just saying, hey, this is how you do it really well. We have a company that does it if you're interested. And guess what I did? When I was done and learned a lot about SMS marketing, I went back to that company and that's the one I signed up with. And here's the crazy thing. Out of the three options, they were the most expensive. But I didn't care because now I felt like I know, like, and trust those individuals. And they gave me a free educational element that really related well to me. I felt like I was set up for success. And because of that, I signed up with those individuals. And that kind of just reiterates the entire power of podcasting in general. So that's kind of a story I wanted to share that I, again, maybe a little different than what normally gets shared here. But I think it's really valuable for the listeners to understand the power of either side of the mic, really, because you're building that know, like, and trust. I, oh my gosh, that... <laughs> I've been in multiple conversations with people on, you know, how to do product marketing better and certain things, chat functionalities, SMS, do, you know, putting in different channels and you hit upon something that's very, it's very unique if they're charging, but they're charging more, but they're adding more value. They're adding more impact. Like that podcast was an impact for you to say, I'm researched you. We, you did this. It's basically the podcast is getting to know, getting to know you. And so great segue here is this section is about you, Alex, you know, why do you do what you do? Why do you get up in the morning? What's kind of the first thing or even multiple times going throughout your mind in the sense of this is why I love this kind of work. Yeah. So I, I mentioned passion is something that I think has to fuel everything. And that's why I got into podcasting and Sean, you already shared a little bit, like a lot of gratitude going back and forth. The exchange we had here is not that different than what I'll have with other podcasters. I'm sure you feel the same way. Like when you meet people in the podcasting space, they are a kind group of people. So for me, like I am a person, a person of passion and I love being in a place where I can add value. And in the morning, like if I think about like my day, like when I wake up, like what, what gets me up in the morning, what gets me excited to, to do the work that I do first and foremost, I, I'm a, I'm a believer. I'm a Christian. So like I spend my time with God and that's, that's kind of how like I get recharged and get myself back to a center, if you will. And then after that, it's just following a principle that I've learned from being a believer, which is to seek to be a person of value, not a person of profit. Seek to be a person of value, not a person of profit. And what that means to me is jumping into an industry like podcasting, where people are all trying to add value to other people's lives and, and then just 
making that, their voices known to the world and I believe being a way to serve others. And so for me, that's like, that gets me excited to get up every day, knowing that I'm, I'm helping people do that from the service level. Like I'm not even just a host, I'm more like on the SaaS software as a service founder now. So working to help people be able to elevate their voices and get them out further and serve the world, man, that makes me really excited to wake up and do every single day. I sent same sentiments. <laughs> um, <laughs> what do you do as, um, you know, to recharge? What do you do as for a hobby or for health to help you kind of recharge even yourself? Not even, um, obviously, you know, spiritual health is a very much a big thing too. Right. So anything you want to, you know, lay on the floor just to kind of let the listeners know about you. Yeah. So for me, I'm a, I'm a type A personality. So following like a set pattern is something that I really enjoy. Some people love like just the randomness wherever a day could take them. I like it to be really structured. And the better I execute on my plan for a day, the happier I am at the end of it, which maybe sounds a little crazy or weird to some people. But for me, that's what I really enjoy. Now, that's not necessarily a hobby. What I'm getting at, though, is I leave time, like room throughout my day to actually do things that I enjoy. One of which I, I love fitness. Like I, I don't always look like it, but I enjoy working out. I really enjoy swimming and being by the pool and stuff like that. And I live really close to the ocean in Jacksonville, Florida. And so I go out to the beach a lot, go out there with friends and we play like a lot of beach games, whatever they might be. Like I, I got it really big into volleyball for a little bit. Um, and then I've always enjoyed soccer. So really for me, it's any sort of physical activity is just something that I really enjoy doing. And I'm, I've never been great at any of these things. I just love having friends around and doing those things. So I act like a bit of a kid whenever I'm playing them, but that's something that's it's really good for me to be able to do. And that's how I'm able to recharge. So again, very structured day, which I enjoy. And then I have times that are blocked out where I can actually be involved in these things that I enjoy that really refill me and are great hobbies for me to have. Well, Alex, um, thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you so much for sharing about Podmatch, about Podcast SOP, about your focuses of bringing a lot of different um, ideas that other people are getting that, you know, struggling with and bringing into like actual software as a service to help people and your mission too with podcasting and moving that forward um, and just sharing a little bit about you. So I really appreciate you being on this episode. So thank you so much. Yeah, man, I really appreciate it. This is my first time getting to talk about podcast SOP. So it was really, uh, really cool to get to talk about that, but also just a, a privilege to be here. Thanks for asking great questions. Well, thank you for uh, answering. <laughs>